Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. So just to clarify, for people who might not be aware of some of this, uh, you mentioned a few um, mind-springy terms. Um, so the the false guardians is a frame is a phrase from beingfulness, which really des- describes the attitudes uh, of our what we call the fifth field. So you know this is how we feel about the different phenomena of our life. So the the first step that we're exploring in this session was really just feeling emotions in a very direct way. So not thinking about them, not trying to change them. Um, but actually just creating an emotional body or becoming aware of an emotional body that actually registers them, where they play out. And then you refer to the the false guardians, what are known as the false guardians, which are these sort of hidden emotional preferences so that we might be feeling sad and then hidden in the wings is uh, a feeling of like, I shouldn't feel sad, so then I feel angry about being sad, for example. So this is what what we could call a compounded emotion. So there's the primary emotion, which is sadness, because you you lost your sister. And then there's the not wanting to know that, or not wanting to connect that, which is one of the false guardians, the dissociation, which leads to a compounded emotion of sadness and then blankness, which can be very confusing and painful. Or you might have you know, a compounded emotion of sexual desire plus uh, disgust or, uh, you know, anger and then anger at anger. So, so this, is, this is how these, these hidden satellite emotions compound the primary emotion. But uh, the important thing to notice is that all of them, whether they're conscious or unconscious, whether they're primary or secondary, play out in the emotional body. So dissociation, anger about anger, sadness about or disgusted desire, you know, all of these things, they compound in the emotional body. And in a way, thinking about them, as we do in beingfulness, like saying, okay, so this is the primary and this is the secondary, this is the false guardian, this is all playing out in the fourth field. We're using the uh, qualities of the fourth field to illuminate what's going on in the system. But nonetheless, emotions don't take place in the fourth field. Even those secondary false guardians don't take place in in the... fourth field, they take place in the emotional body, in this demon-like, daimon-like creature that shifts and changes according to what's going on. And this this sort of body-shaped emotional body, this body double that is pure emotion, can respond to external things, like uh, you know, a reminder coming up on your phone that this is the day that your sister died. Or they can respond to internal things, your um, 
blanking or dissociation of that fact. Mm-hmm. So they can be very complicated and very murky and opaque. Most of our emotions are much more profound than we, the label we give them. You know, we say, oh, I'm feeling sad today, but that doesn't do any justice to the incredibly nuanced and unique uh, set of feelings and uh, energy uh, formations that constitute sadness for you today. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very rare, well, it's probably never happens that they are pure in that way, that I'm just feeling angry or I'm just feeling sad. They are always a, a cocktail of, of different mini emotions or different washes of color and uh, feeling mixed up in this energy body. And so if, in some ways, if we can resist the temptation of analyzing, analyzing them with thought, although that has its place, if we can resist the temptation of thinking about our emotions and just surrendering into the infinitely beautiful and complex display of our energy body, like the, you know, the scales on a butterfly's wing or you know, the different colors of a chameleon as it changes or whatever weather, then, then we don't have to worry so much about labeling or saying, oh, this is a good one or this is a bad one. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is that what plays out in the energy body is completely out of our control, just as the weather is out of our control. It's the play of the energy body is to do with the karma of being born human, about having an autonomic nervous system, about having an endocrine system, about having a brain. It's a, it's a, an, a, a what the Buddhists would call a um, dependent arising. It only arises because of all these conditions, like having a brain, being human, having these memories, having these things happen, things around happening to to stimulate it. There is no fixed or permanent energy body. It's just a manifestation of all those other things happening. And so if we're trying to bully the energy body into always feeling happy, then we're onto a, a losing bet. That's, that's never going to happen. We, we quickly see that you know, your desire to want things to be positive is just another flash of color in the energy body. Desire is, is an, an emotion. Wanting is an emotion. And so it's just another little blip of energy in the emotional body. What, what, what we come to appreciate with deep uh, and repeated uh, recognition of this fact, that everything that plays out in the energy body is out of our control and is conditioned by external and internal factors that predate our birth, um, is that that's not a place where we can find lasting happiness. Yes. Even though we tend to think, well, that's where it's going to be found. You know, I'm going to know I'm feeling happy because my energy body will be all yellow and bright. 
But actually, the, from a Buddhist point of view, from a meditating point of view, as long as we're in, trying to invest into a positive outcome in the energy body, then we're going to be frustrated. It was never going to work. The nature of the energy body is constantly changing, out of our control, and deeply independent on billions of factors. Where we can find blissful happiness, that is, according to the Dalai Lama and other wise beings, um, is everlasting, is in the field of awareness. Because that which is aware of the energy body, of the emotional body, is not feeling emotion. It's feeling something, but that's not the same kind of something that one manifests in the emotional body. It's what the Buddhists called sukha, or bliss. It's the bliss of freedom, the bliss of witnessing everything. And it's a very different order of happiness from the happiness that we register in the energy, in the emotional body. And so, um, as I understand it, the, the place to find true and lasting happiness, which is, as the Dalai Lama says, is what drives us all, is paradoxically not in the emotional body, but in the field of awareness. Yeah. By dissolving back beyond the false uh, guardians, beyond all the secondary emotions, into the pure awareness that is aware of emotions and can enjoy them as the play of energy. And you know, we may have glimpses of this as we practice, but we have to look in the right place. Often we're so fixated on the, end, on the emotional body or trying to get things right, or you know, we're looking in the wrong place for... Um, bliss. It's like if you want chocolate, but you keep on going into ironmongers or grocery stores that sell only fruit, or into um, screw fix or some sort of hardware store, you're never going to find chocolate. <laughs> so we have to look in the right place. Paradoxically, we never find happiness in the emotional body, not lasting happiness. We find it somewhere else, in the field of awareness. Thanks very much. Uh, that, that truly, truly was very helpful. Thanks. Great. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to join our live sessions, you can at mindsprings-practicespace.org. Also, if you feel inspired to give us a review or a rating, we'd really appreciate it. It helps other people find us.